Welcome to day 348 of Shaped by the Word, season two of the drama of scripture. I'm Matt here with Katie and David, and we are finishing up the letter to the Ephesians. Paul's been walking us through the depths of the gospel and how the gospel impacts all of our life. And yesterday we we left off on um, looking at how the gospel begins to shape, you know, and, and really instruct Christian households. And Paul um, spends you know, the, the last half of, of Ephesians 5, which is rolling into where we are um, today, you know, speaking about how the gospel transforms the relationship between husbands and wives, and, and wives are to submit um, themselves to their husbands as they do to the Lord, and it's pleasing to the Lord. And then husbands are called to love their wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, and you have this high calling. And, and then you love the note that he ends it on saying that this this mystery you know of, of our marriage where we're from the very beginning you know god makes male and female and, and then unites them the two become one flesh has always been this signpost or this pointing towards the gospel where um we see paul saying i'm talking about christ in the church this is what it's always been about and, and so we left off on the the household kind of codes the the how they've been shaped by the gospel paul speaks to wives and husbands and and then in Ephesians 6, we're going to see him speak to children and this slave-master relationship as well before moving on to that famous armor of God passage. But before we do, before we dive into Ephesians 6, Katie, would you pray for us? Sure. Father, thank you for this time that you have um, set apart for us to be in your word. Thank you for um, this beautiful letter that that Paul wrote to this church um, and that, that continues um, to, to encourage us and instruct us um, in how we live. And um, so, Father, I pray that you would prepare our hearts to hear from you and that you um, would quiet just um, our minds as we have so many things that can distract us. Um, but, Lord, that you would focus our hearts as, as we approach your word and God, that you would, and your, through your spirit, that you would change, um, that you would change us and, and sanctify us to make us look more like Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Ephesians 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. Obey them not only to win their favor when, when their eye is on you, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart. Serve wholeheartedly, as if you were serving the Lord, not people, because you know that the Lord will reward each of you for whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them, since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you may take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. 
In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given, given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Tychicus, the, bro- the dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord, will tell you everything so that you may know that how I am doing and what I am doing. I am sending him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage you. Peace to the brothers and sisters, and love with faith from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. And that is the conclusion of Ephesians chapter 6. Mm-hmm. You know, but Paul begins in, in the middle, we talked about this, is kind of transforming the, the household codes. And, you know, one of the interesting things that, that Paul does is he addresses wives and husbands, children and parents, slaves and masters. And so you have to love his instructions. You know, children, obey your parents. This is right. But parents, don't exasperate your children. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the, the things for us, um, you know, the... It's easy to, to want our children to obey us and, and just miss how many ways we um, exacerbate them. But you know, the gospel here speaks to, to all of life. Um, it, it transforms, it renews, it, it does incredible things. So as we read you know, this section, what are some things that stand out? One of the things that makes me kind of laugh is uh, I grew up in a family, we did not celebrate Halloween However, every Halloween, we'd go to church for a fall festival. <laughs> and we had a stretch where we would buy all of our fall festival outfits at the Christian bookstore. And uh, one of the things God. they used to always sell there, they always sell the Armor of God kit. That's right. And I got it because I just wanted a sword. Yeah. I thought it was so cool, and I'd put it on. And <laughs> So for me, the Armor of God as a kid was just a way of getting a cool fall festival <laughs> outfit. However... I love kind of the metaphor Paul does give us here when he talks about, no, these are the things you are going to need in in the fight to live the Christian life. And he equates it to, you know, you're not just fighting against flesh and blood. No, there's, there's forces at work. There's the devil at work. And we don't talk about that a lot in the church at times, but he is. And and he would love for nothing more than you to just shipwreck your life. Mm -hmm. And so what are the things you need? Paul tells us the things we need. And, uh, and one of them, the most essential thing is, you know, the sword of the spirit, which is the word. And I love how right after that, he talks about prayer. So again, we've talked about it a lot at Christ Church, but just the essential elements of the Christian life is, mm-hmm. is the word and prayer. Mm-hmm. And how this is just foundational to what it means to follow Christ. And, and so I love how Paul points us there uh, mm-hmm. again to remind us, man, these are the things you need. But don't forget about word and prayer. And how often have we as Christians um, used the word of God as a weapon, but against people, forgetting that our real enemy is is the enemy of our of our hearts, um, and and using the the word as a weapon, um, and completely misrepresenting. Christ altogether and I mean so many people would have said like I've been wounded by Christians because they 
they used um, the Bible to hurt me. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's convicting, um, but it is a weapon. It, in verse 17, it's a weapon against the enemy. Um, and I think that's good to know, like, or good to be reminded of, we, there is a real enemy and we want to be, we want to be prepared and we want to be, um, to be ready, stand, stand firm with all of these things that, that God has given us. Um, and just remember that when we, so if there is, um, if we're facing conflict with somebody, um, whether it's someone who believes differently from us, whether it's somebody who, um, has completely different political views, um, whatever it might be, just to remember, like they they aren't the real enemy. Like the enemy is the one who wants us, who's encouraging us to engage in hurtful conversations um, that misrepresent Christ. And so, I don't know, I think that's just so helpful to remember um, for me when, when I'm engaging the world around me is that, you know, that person that I'm frustrated with, that I um, see their posts or whatever, um, they might even speak slanderously against me, they are not the the true enemy. Um, the enemy is the one who's like whispering in my ear saying, I can't believe they would say that to you. What, what are you going to say back? You know? Um, so those are, those are some thoughts that I had about the armor of God. And just another thought is just, um, more personally, like my grandmother, my late grandmother, who's with Jesus now, um, she prayed this so many times, um, over her family. And it's something that I, I pray over my children because I want my kids when they go out into this world, I want them to be prepared as well. Um, and, and fitted with, um, this full armor of God. So it's a sweet prayer to pray over your children, over those that you love because, um, yeah, it's powerful. It's a, it's one of those realities, I think, too, that we don't, uh, maybe we take for granted or we, we don't think on enough that we actually do have a real enemy, mm-hmm. you know, one who is, who is out to get us and one who would seek, you know, nothing more than to see us walk away from the Lord altogether. Yeah. Um, you know, but you have Paul reminding us, yes, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, you know, put on the armor that he's given you, be in word, be in prayer, um, you know, and, and and, and that's a, a reality that we live in. You know, it's, it's we, we constantly have to resist the evil one, but we don't do it in our own strength. We do it in the strength of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Paul helpfully, you know, reminds us of that. And, and then I love the, the closing section of, you know, Paul's letter to the Ephesians. You know, he, he says, I'm sending you, I'm sending him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage you. And then he says, peace to all the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. You know, there is a, a great peace and a, a great grace held out to us um, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and Paul says, man, we have a great fellowship in him and a great fellowship with one another. And so I'm, I'm sending this you know, brother to you that he may encourage you, let you know how we're doing. Thank you for the prayers. Um, you can just get the sense Paul loves this church. Paul loves... Um, getting to do what he's doing, even though he is in chains, mm-hmm. you know, but he says, Hey, keep praying for me that I may fearlessly proclaim, pro- proclaim the gospel, whether I'm in chains or not, mm-hmm. um, I'm doing well, you know, and grace and peace to you. So I, I think that's a great note for us to end on as we, 
um, move towards Sunday. You know, we have some psalms to read over the weekend, but it's a reminder to us that, man, we get the joy of, again, fellowshipping with the saints, to encourage one another, to glorify God together, um, to enter into the peace and grace that we've received. Um, So as we close, let me pray for us, and then we'll see you on Sunday. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the peace and, and the grace we have. Uh, from God the Father, from you, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that um, you you are, you have overcome the evil one. We thank you that you have given us everything we need for a life of godliness. And Father, we thank you that the gospel does uh, transform all of our relationships. Would you help us to walk in the good news that we've received? Would you help us to be your people in this place? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.